0: The 2021 NFL Draft is in the books. Let's go! Welcome to the show This is Sports with Strawberry Ice I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view Right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio Home of Houday Nation and Jamar Chase Now I do a favor, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button Smash that thumbs up I'm up to 1,050 subscribers I think it's like 157, something like that That is awesome, let's keep it rolling Try to get the 2,000 as fast as we can now this show and every show is brought to you by t properties t properties quality housing for quality people check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs all right guys the draft is over what is your grades on the draft me i'm giving it a b the reason it would be is, is they probably got a little better offensive of lineman in the second round, but I'm happy with the multiple picks they got in the fourth round. And if Carmen Jackson works out the way, or Jackson Carmen works out the way we all hope he does, where he starts a guard, plays great, kicks out the tackle next year, I'm fine with it. And for this year right now, that's all we need. All we needed was a, a guard, and he is willing to play. Guard, he's always want to play wherever he wants. I know there's been some uh issues with his back and everything, but the Bengals, I'm pretty sure, did a pretty good uh, analysis on that uh, to make sure he's healthy. Because remember, they turned down Shaq Barrett because of his medical issues and see how that turned out. So hopefully, they're right. And uh, Jackson is perfectly healthy and perfectly ready to go. And I, I mean, I just, I'll just put it to you this way with our offensive line. Uh, the way it is, supposedly right now, you got Jonah Williams at left tackle. He's only allowed three sacks. Quinn Spain at left guard, one sack. Trey Hopkins at center, once or one sack. And then, of course, you got the right guard Jackson Carmen with he's a rookie, so no sacks. And Riley Reeve, only one sack. Right there, those are pretty good numbers, if you ask me. So I'm good with the draft. I think they hit every need that they had. You know, I, I you know, I, so yeah, that, so there you go, Crypt, uh, my, uh, my opinion. I think it's good. You know, I like it. I like it a lot. Same thing. There you go. Crown. So I, I think it's good. A, a good pick. Tell the Jenkins I would have liked to gotten, but it is what it is. You know, they hit every need. We got multiple guys in the trenches. We got multiple guys, uh, like I said, both sides of the ball. We got an edge rusher. Uh, I think it's gonna be really good. I just I, I'm really pleased with the draft. The Bengals now actually have depth. They hit they do. They are they have depth in almost every position, you know. And it's still not done yet. They can go sign some, you know, college free agents or maybe some uh other free agents that's still out there. And I know you guys are gonna like, oh, it's a kicker. Kit McPherson, I think, is. Legit <laughs> he is going to be a weapon that the Bengals have not had for years, you know, and years. It's been a long time since we had a had a legit consistent kicker. Now, hopefully he's going to be that. That's the way he was in college. If he can perform the way he did in college and do it in the NFL, we got ourselves a pretty good kicker. But I think I'm gonna bring in my boy, Mr. Dimebag Jeremy D. What What's do you going think? On? What's up? What do you think of the draft and uh, what the Bengals did? I'm excited, man. I, I, uh,
1: you know, as I've said in the past, people get caught up in big names. They get caught up in certain players, uh, where they play at, uh, who they play against, and some of that does come into factor. But fact of the matter is, man, we're gonna have the best receiving core to oh. me. Yeah. In the NFL, um, we – I tell you what, the Chris Evans pick, to me, now a yeah. lot of people didn't like it. But, uh, dude, I think it's a steal, to be honest. <laughs> well, McShay called it the diamond of the draft, mm-hmm. and, and the second one w- was Sean Wade, who made it to fifth. And, man, I would have – that's the only thing I wish the Bengals would have done instead of maybe taking um, – Deontay, uh, what's his name here? Deontay Smith. Smith. Yeah. Out of East Carolina. Yep. Yep. I, 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 rather than going after, which I can understand building the line, so I'm okay with it. I'm okay. But at fifth round with that kind of talent, we saw how well Wade could play inside and he's, he's a run. He's a run stopper. He's a ball Hawk. Um, I feel like we might have missed a little bit of talent there, but you know what? I I love this draft. It's building the team, man. And how many times have you preached building the team? Stacking talent.
0: Yeah, that's how I always put it. And I am I I think they've done it. I, I think they've stacked talent. I mean, like uh, somebody said, in Ch- uh, yeah, the center of George, I think that's a good pick. You know, I mean, I know Doggy, who's a big Georgia fan who watches the show, he could probably talk more about, about – uh him than I can, but I, I think that's a good pick. I, even a kid from East Carolina, De- Deontay Smith, dude, he they, they showed a video of him doing a, a box jump and he's 300 and something freaking pounds. Oh, yeah. He cleared it easily. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm happy with it. I mean, Kevin yeah. wants him to stop drafting kickers, but that's <laughs> the only reason you're saying that is because the guy we drafted last time we cut. I don't think they're cutting this kicker. You know, I think he's he, it's like Malik Wright said on my show Friday. Cincinnati is a great place for a kicker. Who's your competition? You know, it's 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 going to be his job. To I mean, it's his job. I don't think he has to lose it. I don't think there's anybody in there going to uh, you know, going to fighting for the job. They might. Who knows? They might go try get some guys off the street, which I'm sure they will to try to create some uh, some competition. (laughs) Pardon the punctuation. Yeah. Pardon the punctuation. Says they'll they'll kick. (laughs) Ed, I I think I think I think that ship has sailed, buddy.
1: Well, let me tell you, you know, I, you know, SEC, again, I've seen this guy play a ton in big yep. games, big games, SEC championships. Um, this guy is, he's got a rocket for a leg. You, you, you rarely see him. I mean, even if, if he, he adds a little fade to his to his ball, I guess. Mm-hmm. It well, did way. you see
0: him kick the, the, the lid off the water bottle?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That, he said
0: it took. He said it took about like thirty times, but still to be able to yeah, do that, that's pretty damn good. It's impressive,
1: yeah. and but when you can kick, and a little fade happens, like we we saw what happened with Randy Bullock, when when he would kick a fade, it would be outside the uprights, no good. Right. This kid has a rocket, and if he kicks a little fade. It's going to be through the uprights before it can be make it outside. I mean, I'm exactly. excited about having a kicker in Cincinnati. I'm sorry, but yeah, I know. We, we
0: might be a little, a little overexcited, but let's uh, let's get to our special guest. He has made it into the, the waiting room, and we'll get his thoughts Ooh. on the Bengals draft. Ooh. He's Ooh. none other than. Blake, what's going on, man? Welcome back to the show. What's happening? Thanks for having
1: well, me. back. Welcome. No problem.
0: So, let's get into this. What What's your grade for the Bengals draft? How they do? What they miss on? You know, what, what What's your thoughts?
2: I think I had it overall as a B plus. I think that was my overall. Um, I thought it was a pretty good draft. They went after their needs. I think that my what would be my biggest complaint with their draft class this year is that they got good players at positions in need, but there were there were times when there were better players on the board. Right. Uh, that would probably be my biggest argument. I think that they did well. They got what they needed. Uh would have liked to see them get some of the, you know, higher rate of prospects, but at the end of the day, they got their guys and uh their positions and need. So I think they did a good job.
0: Exactly. Well let's let's start let's just break it down here. Start off with, you know, first overall, Jamar Chase, I think we all could agree. Well, I don't know. Can you agree? Would you have been I, I don't remember your team soul guy. I think you were a team soul guy, right? Am I right yeah, on that? I
2: kinda was I mean at the same time I they were both going to get the same draft grade for me either way. Uh, I liked them both a lot. They were my number three and number four prospects overall. I just preferred Sewell, but I think either way, they were both uh, fantastic.
0: Go ahead, Jeremy.
1: Oh yeah. I, you know, I agree. I was the same way the last night of the draft for months. I'd been saying, you know, I want chase. I want chase. I want chase. And then, I got to thinking about our last game and I got to thinking about last year and our offensive line, but with what we've done um, with the offensive line, like you said, there, there's some players out there. I I felt had a little more of a ceiling or that kind of deal. Like, uh, like you were saying, Blake, but um, at the end of the day, can't go, I mean, can't go wrong either way. And we, we, hey, we might have the best rec- receiving core. We were just talking about it before we started um, in the NFL. And hope to God we've at least made our line manageable to decent or good.
0: So I would like get, it to be good. Yeah, so Let's get, it, get into the line. So we go to the second round, 46th overall. They traded back. So Telvin Jenkins and Co- Cosby and all these guys are there, but they traded back, and I think they got the guy they wanted and Jackson Carmen, what what are your thoughts on uh Jackson Carmen Blake because he had back injuries and stuff like that? How, what what are your thoughts on on did they reach? Did they? Is he going to work out? What what do you think?
2: Uh, as I said on your show, you know, before the pick was made, I think that it would have been a little bit of a reach at thirty eight, right? But at forty six, I like I like him there. I think it was a good pick. Uh, I like that he can move into uh, I like that he can move into guard, uh, and then I. Uh, I forget who was saying on the radio today, it might have been Mo Agar, but they said the hope for him is to be a short-term solution, at guard, and a long-term solution and tackle. Right. And I think that's perfect for what he should be. Uh, you know, they were thinking about taking him at 38. They got two picks, uh, two fourth fourth-round picks, and they still got him at 46. So mm-hmm. for them, I think they, they're probably really happy with what they did there. Um, my, my issue is kind of going back to what I was saying before about better players available. Tevin Jenkins was number seventeen on my big board. Uh, had a, a mid first round grade on him, so uh, to pass on him, I do like getting the extra fourth rounders. I do like that they still got their guy, but uh, I think it would have got a much higher grade for me if it were Tevin Jenkins. Um, right. I gave Jamar Chase an A grade. I gave uh, Carmen a B grade, and if it were Tevin Jenkins in the second round, they Jamar James would have been bumped up to an A-plus because in my mind, right. they would have got two first-rounders of two positional needs. But uh, I think that they got their guy, and they're probably happy with it. So we'll see how it works out. I think he's going to be starting at right guard um, to start his career.
0: Right, exactly. Now, Kevin got a question in here in the chat. He said he doesn't see the – or not a question or a statement. He doesn't see the benefit of the trade. I, I The benefit Ow. of the trade to me is if if – Carmen actually works out like the Bengals think he will. And he's your guard next year. And then he's your right tackle for the next 10 years, which is what they're planning on. And they got everybody else they got in the draft. It's great. Now, will that work out? I have no idea, but that's the reason it's called a draft. I mean, Telvin Jenkins, who knows he could be a bust. That's called a draft. You know, that's, that's, you know, I wanted Jenkins to be honest, but once they made the trade and they got all the picks, I'm, I'm good with it. I mean, honestly, because they needed to get, more players and more more depth at at different different things, and that brings us to uh, the first or no, excuse me, third round pick number sixty nine, jo- Joseph Odessa. I, I know I was messing up, but I, I think he's gonna be a great uh, rotational edge player for us. What do you think about that?
2: Uh, I gave uh, Joseph just an a plus grade um, at one point in the offseason or in the draft scouting process. He was my number one edge in the class. Uh, I think I eventually put Ziza Julari ahead of him and I might have even had quiddy pay, but he was always top thirty five uh on my big board and to get him get a player like that at sixty nine was just fantastic. I think that that was probably in my eyes that was the best pick of the draft. I think it was a steal um, I can't believe he didn't go sooner i I was I thought he was gonna go in the first round and then I was surprised he made it all the way through the second. But uh, to get him at 69, great pick. He's athletic as hell. He's a playmaker, and that's what the Bengals need. They need to get to the quarterback, and he's going to give them that.
0: Exactly. Go ahead, Jeremy.
1: You know, uh,
0: I don't want to move backwards here, uh,
1: you know, and take up all your time. But real quick, you know, we were talking about uh, moving back and, you know, taking who we did. uh, And we added, what, those uh, fourth-round picks, I believe. Um, Blake, how do you feel about – uh what we got out of that deal i I know it's still down the road but, uh, you know we're going to talk about them but just it, quickly if, if 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 you don't care uh just kind of if you would let us know about how you feel about th- that deal right there
2: so uh so they wanted carmen at 38 and they ended up getting carmen uh tyler shelvin and deontay smith out of it mm. um and i think that was just i think that's fantastic uh or i think the the trade was fantastic i wasn't a huge fan of the shelvin pick necessarily um i think it was i think it was an okay pick and i like him as a as a prospect i didn't know if i like and the fit isn't terrible he's going to be behind dj reader at nose tackle right um, so the fit wasn't awful he's going to be a nose tackle i thought that they were I, I did think that they were gonna have to go defensive tackle at some point. I thought it was gonna be a three-tack. I wasn't expecting a nose tackle, but I still think it was a it was an okay pick. Um, you just gets they needed more depth, and with that with that trade, they got depth on the interior defensive line, and they got depth at offensive tackle. So they got more players, uh, and they got the same guy they wanted at 38. So I thought it was a pretty solid deal. Um, I was expecting maybe some different. Players to be drafted in those spots, but I still think it was that. I I have a really high grade on the trade. I don't know what I would grade it, but it's a lot higher. Um, but yeah, the Shelvin Shelvin picks a little lower, and Deontay Smith's pretty high.
0: Good deal. Thank you. Yeah, I, I said I was happy happy with the 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 guys they got. They Malik came on the show with us Friday, and he and I think Carmen was the guy he was hinting at that the Bengals were going to take, and he didn't want them to take it. You know at where they were picking at originally, and I, and I asked him, "I said if they trade back to getting, Will you be okay with that?" And he said, "Yes." So he's telling me who they're going to take. <laughs> I tried really hard to get it out of him, <laughs> but I think all in all, I said, I, "I, I, I, there's with the with the draft they did, they hit all their needs, and, and it might not be everybody, all the big names that everybody wanted, but it's the ones that the Bengals wanted, and if they believe, and that's the thing, they have to believe in the guys that draft." So if you believe him, and like I said, Willie Anderson is, is given uh Jackson Carmen a, a thumbs up. So I mean if Willie, I tweeted this out over the weekend. If if Willie believes, I believe. That's that's all I re- really need to hear about that. Um, let's get to okay, the let's see fourth round, uh starting the fourth round picks here at number one eleven. Got Carmen Sample. That was one you from D end out of Tulane. You mentioned him a little bit. What are you what are your grades on, on that one?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I really like Cam Sample. I, I I gave it a B plus, and I feel like I'm kind of lowballing that a little bit. Because um, at the time, I was like, I was thinking, you know, there's probably I didn't I don't have the whole board in front of me, but I, I knew that there was some better players I liked a little a little higher uh, higher than Cam Cam Sample. But uh, looking back on it, I've, I've watched a little bit more on him in the past couple of days, and he's he's great. He's underrated. Um, he's a little undersized. Uh, but mm-hmm. quick. Uh, he's really good with his hands. His hand placement is great when he's you know working the hand moves off off the edge. Uh, but yeah, like he's a little undersized, but he's got a lot of bend and he's quick. I think he's gonna be, he's he's gonna get some sacks. Um, and I think that um, we're gonna see a lot more Osai, but I think that Cam Sample is gonna get some playing time. Uh, probably this year he'll get some snaps, and then I think he'll grow into that role. He's he's Pretty similar to Carl Lawson, I think. I think mm-hmm. plays pretty similar. So,
0: uh, Yeah, that's who they're trying to replace, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. I like so jo- Josh has a question in here. He says, would anybody be surprised if Carmen stays inside and Smith ends up being the guy to take over for Reef? And we uh, talking about DeAndre Smith that we uh, – Deontay, excuse me, Smith, we drafted in the fourth round at 139. What, do, what are your thoughts on that? I, I actually was pretty – I don't didn't know a thing about him, but the video's – that I've seen of him. I was pretty impressed with what he did at senior day and just the athletic stuff he was able to do. What's your thoughts on on uh, on Smith?
2: Yeah, so uh, I don't remember the grade on him. I wrote I wrote down quickly because I just got home from work. I tried to write down my <laughs> uh, I tried to write down my grades. And I forgot Smith. You got him
0: for everybody to see his grades, You got him on, on Twitter, right?
2: Yeah, they're on Twitter. But uh, yeah, this, is what, this is what I'm working with right here. A little, little <laughs> there, you there you and go. I forgot my
0: up. man.
1: <laughs> but I
2: tried to write him down as soon as I got home, but yeah, I, li- I like the, uh, Deontay Smith. Uh, I, I watched a little less on him than I did, um, guys like Ham sample and, uh, Jackson Carmen, but I did get a little bit done on him. I watched him a little bit. Um, I liked the pick there. Um, you know, there's probably people had like stone foresight higher on their board and Trey Smith, but right. I think the Bengals like Deontay Smith a lot. And, um, back to that question, i I I would be a little surprised because I I think the Bengals hold Jackson Carmen uh, Mm -hmm. pretty high regards. So I would be surprised if when Reef leaves, they don't bump him out. But it it all depends. If they like the way Deontay Smith's playing and uh, Jackson Carmen's doing fine at guard, there would be no reason just to bump him out there because that's what he was all along. And we're talking two years down the line here, two years.
0: So yeah, exactly. I mean, my, my thought process is if they kick if they let Reef go after a year, which they they could resign him. That's why everybody he's gone after year. I'm like, no, they could resign him. I mean, he you know he's already got money allotted for next year that they owe him anyway, so they could wrap that up into another uh, contract extension. But um, my thought is, and I, and people bang on me for this, but I like a Deneghi, and I I think he could be a good guy that you could put in there at guard, and you take you kick uh, Jackson out to, to tackle, so that could be your option right there.
2: Yeah, I think that they got, you know, as starters, people like Michael Jordan, Adinjai, guys like that that started last year uh, for those games, like, of course, that wasn't – I mean, that was one – they were one of the worst lines in the league last year. Mm-hmm. But guys like Michael Jordan and Akima Adinjai are going to be very quality as backups. Like, right. They're some of the better backups in the league, in my opinion, because guys like, you know, Adinjai, he's versatile. Um, he wasn't really uh, – like he wasn't the biggest issue uh, on the team when he was out. Uh, no, online. no, so, I
0: I was pretty impressive. I thought he played pretty good for a rookie, and then they boot He yeah. played tackle and he played guard. I mean, yeah, I, I, read, you know. a, I
2: read an article. Uh, I should I should have saved this, but I read an article a couple months ago that said uh, offensive linemen don't you know reach their peak until like four or five years into into their career. Exactly. So, uh, I guess we'll kind of see how he develops from here. But I, I like his, his start to his career.
0: That's one thing me and Jeremy were talking over the weekend. I kind of said this like the 1988 Super Bowl offensive line. There's only one guy on there that was a first round pick, a guy by the name of Anthony Munoz. The rest of them were sixth, seventh, third. You know, none of those guys, even Max Montoya wasn't a first round pick. So you don't have to be a first round pick to become a great NFL player at any position. You know, they always find guys that are drafted lower and do better than you know, they were, they were, they were rated or whatever.
2: Yeah. I think the only, the only position where I think if you needed that position, you wanted that you have to take one in the first round or almost have to, is if you look at the top, probably seven or eight corners in the league, they're all first round picks. And that's, I think the only position where it's like that, Mm -hmm. if you go down to every position, I mean, the top seven or eight players are scattered in rounds. Right. But I think, like next year, they might need a corner year after. I think that's the only position where, if you want a really good corner, you're going to have to go get one in the first mm-hmm.
0: round. And that's where Jeremy will go off that they should have drafted the Ohio State. No, <laughs> well, we, you know, we'll get there. It was just, it, it's just a, I,
1: I do want to say, though, to Kevin before it, before my mind explodes, um, saying that Carmen would have been there in the third uh which is pretty much saying that we wasted our second round draft pick. So I got to I got to tell you Kevin, um just to let you know, bro, for me he there I don't think there's no way in hell he's there in the third round. Um he may not be that name like I've I've been saying that people are happy with, but I don't see him uh in the third round. I don't I, I don't know how you feel about it Blake, but I uh,
2: I heard or I saw some things where teams had him in the second round grades, and that I don't think he would have made it to pick sixty-nine. Uh, they took no, him. To Not so either. I don't see him making it that many spots. I think that. Uh, I mean, we saw people that were ranked three hundred go in the third and fourth round. So I mean, you, people aren't all like these big boards and everything. I mean, mine wasn't accurate. Nobody has like a straight accurate mock draft or big board. So when you right. see these people going at like pick 70, 75, they can easily go in the third or pick 30 because it, doesn't, it right. doesn't matter where the mock drafts are at, it matters where the teams have them on their board.
0: Exactly. That and that's that's kind of where I'm at with, with 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 uh uh Carmen Jackson is is that's who the Bengals I, I I think had as their number one or number two guy you know as far as the offensive line. I think that's what they were looking at. So and that's the thing, is if the Bengals believe it and they did their due diligence. You gotta trust them. I mean, and, and the thing is, with I think it's harder this year to do what you did, Blake, as far as ranking guys and everything. With the you know the pandemic and everything going on, I think it's because you you didn't see everybody. You know, I mean, somebody like we got what two guys, Ch- Chase and what Shelburne. I think yeah, the they both opted out last year, so you never even saw them. Last time we watched them play was in 2019. So to try to give a a, a grade on what. They would do now, seeing that they haven't played in a year. Now, I know that's coming for me. I'm a huge Jamar Chase, but I think Chase was so far above uh, beyond everybody else that was pretty easy. But, but, um, Selvin here, am I saying it was right? Is it Tyler, Tyler Selvin? Shelvin. Yeah. Shelvin. Thank you. Shelvin. I, he could be to me, he could be a diamond in the rough. I, I, I like this pick a lot. I, I'm because the Bengals need that inside beef. You know, we lost. Uh Gino, hopefully they'll sign him back, but I don't know if that's gonna happen or not. We lost him, we got DJ Reader, we got Mike Danish We needed another guy in there. We got Open Joby, but we needed another young guy in there. And you need well, I keep saying all year we need to stack talent and for him to learn behind DJ and and hopefully like I said I'm hoping I hoping that Gio comes back or geo, <laughs> Gino comes back, but I think that that might have been a steal there. I, I don't know. I, I, I keep, I, when they got that one and I really looked at who he was like, Oh yeah, I remember him. And, and, and he's the guy who carried Joe Burrow off the field. So I, uh, you know, at the, at the national championship <laughs> game. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Hopefully they'll reenact that when we win our third super bowl in a row. But I don't know. I, I, that's where I just think it's my hats off to you as far. And and you guys, guys like you to try to, to, to grade these people, especially this year. It's, it's a crap shoot to be honest. So that's where people say, Oh, well, we kind of got him to the third how do you know that? <laughs> you know, that, you know, that's right.
1: And, and here's my thing, just real quick with the whole third round thing. And if the Bengals wanted Jenkins, they could have taken him. He, I, I mean, yeah, they would,
0: but they wouldn't get all, all the draft picks. That, that's I think that's saying.
1: the thing. They, if, they, if they thought that he was up here and the rest were down here, um, you know, they would have taken him, but obviously they felt like these guys were,
0: Maybe yeah. even this way, you know. And Yeah, I mean, Josh has got a good point here. Leatherwood went at 17. I mean, we all had him at late first round, early second. He went at 17. I don't think anybody really had him going that high.
1: I heard some people saying he'd go middle of the second round. I mean, he's... yeah. go ahead. I actually had Leatherwood and in my
2: last mock draft. I had him going 38 to the Bengals. I thought he would make it that far. Um, I think I had Carmen going – he was – I didn't have him making it – third i think i had him um maybe in the low 50s i can't really remember where i had him but yeah it's 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 kind of hard i i struggle a lot with uh mock drafts because it's, it's really unpredictable oh yeah. i think i think my big boards are pretty well they, the big boards aren't really based on where they get picked it's based on how i like them but uh yeah i think well speaking of big board i think i had carmen at uh, 40, 44, 45. So according to my big board, it was good. It wasn't a reach.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest, we really won't know how this draft pans out until two or three years down the road. I mean, that's the way all drafts are, you know? So, I mean, for, for people to say, you know, it's hard to give a grade. I mean, I gave a grade. Everyone wants a grade, but it's for what they did and what they, they were able to get with the extra picks. Like I said, I think they filled all their needs. Now I, I say, I don't know if they filled him or not. It depends on how the guys play. But they have players in those positions that have been productive in college. Now, if it translates to the NFL, we'll find out. But to me, it was worth the trade to, to, to trade back to get Carmen to get these other picks. So, I, I, like I said, I'm very happy with what they did. Let's get on to the kicker here, which, dude, I, I was so happy <laughs> when they drafted him. Uh, Evan McPherson, I think he's going to be legit. I think he's going to be a serious weapon that the Bengals haven't had. In, in a while. I mean somebody in the chat said Shane Graham. Well Shane Graham is good, but I don't think Shane Graham could hit a 55 yard field goal like, like McPherson did here in, in, in college. What what are your thoughts on the uh the Bengals draft in the uh, Evan at, at in the fifth round?
2: So I gave it uh I gave it a B plus um I thought it was a good pick. Um you know I think I think my complaint at the time I didn't say that I said it was a good pick but it felt a little early but and then I kind of look back on it and stuff and i was like well they wouldn't have got him at 190 i think he would have went and also if you want if kicker is one of their biggest positions in need like outside Mm -hmm. skill positions in line yes i think they really needed a kicker and they liked McPherson, and they went and got the best kicker in the draft
0: so i think it was a good pick Uh, i I said that when he was doing his live chat so oh no he wasn't the best kicker in the draft like yes he was anyway sorry go ahead (laughs)
2: Yeah, I, I I had him as number one. Uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good pick. Um, at the time, I was like, well, it's a little early. But then looking back on it, I was like, yeah, I don't think they would have got him at 190. So, it worked out for them, in my opinion.
1: That that and and that's the exact same way I feel. And that's from watching him multiple times down here. And it didn't matter the crowd size. It didn't matter the team. I mean, the guy was just – I mean, I tell you what, when it comes to Randy Bullock and Cybert, who we had last year, um, man, to throw this kid in here, get him learning the robes, just get him used to the NFL. Um, I don't think we have much to worry about. Leg, well, leg strength isn't anything to worry about with him. And the kid can kick it straight, far, and like we were talking about before the show, even if he has a maybe a little fade to his ball, he kicks it so hard that it gets between the uprights before that fade can, you know, kick it out like we saw Randy do a lot last year and and that kind of thing. So I'm excited about him because I just feel like we put more points on the board for Cincinnati next year, I
0: personally. I really I do. do. I agree with what William House just said here. Just said the second, the two extra fourth round picks made it possible for the team to take a, a kicker at fifth. I I agree with them. I mean that yeah. that that made it more, more them more flexible. I mean they could they didn't like they had a, a lot of needs. We all knew they needed a wide receiver. They needed an offensive lineman. And they probably needed multiple offensive linemen. Needed multiple uh, defensive line players. Edge, inside guys. By trading back, it gave them more to get those guys, along with a guy they had at the top of their board. So, like I said, I don't see what people would be upset about it. I mean, I understand they're they're like I said, uh, I will I would like to gotten Jenkins, but if we got him, then we couldn't got any of these other guys. So, the and I have said this during the season. I say, like, we need to stack talent, and that's what they're doing, and that's that's what that's what happened when we went to five straight playoffs. We had talent because. And if you look at last year, how injured the Bengals were, you know, God forbid that happens again. But we at least have players that are serviceable and can, and, and can be in there, and hopefully we won't miss a beat. The last year, especially our offensive line. I mean, we signed Spain off off the street, and he he started playing that week. You know,
2: yeah.
0: so yeah. that's where I'm like, I don't. I mean, if people want to complain about it, you complain about it. Then that's your right to do it. But I don't. I think the Bengals did did really really well in in this in this draft.
1: I do too. And I got one more just quick one for uh Blake. Um, I know we talked about the trade already, but would you have rather taken Jenkins or did you have a rating on Carmen Jackson? Um, and maybe another guy, or whatever. Where were where they were kind of close to the point where if you were sitting in the GM room, you would say let's back up let's get a couple extra fourth rounders whatever and you know let's take a guy who we thinks you know just as palatable as the, as, as the other two um uh, do you feel that way uh
2: probably on their board I think they did but on my board um, I probably would have stuck with Jenkins because like I said on my board I had him at 17th overall and I had Carmen at 44 I think. Um, so, I mean, they got a good player in Carmen. They didn't reach, um, in my opinion, with the trade back and they had two extra players, but at the same time, I mid first round grade on a tackle like car or uh, Jenkins. I think it would have been pretty good. Um, you know, I think that they, they, but they are at a point where they needed to get more talent. They need to get more players. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went out and did that. I think one thing I heard today was that, uh, Aaron Rodgers, um, He's been wanting weapons for a long time. Right. (laughs) Yes. And this kind of ties back into taking Jamar Chase. uh, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Rodgers wanted weapons. uh, They didn't give them to him. And he's always had a great offensive line. And he's bad, and he wants to trade because he didn't get his weapons. And I think that what the Bengals are doing is, I mean, if you look back to when's the last time the Bengals were like real good, 2015 when it was Mm -hmm. Andy Dalton, they -hmm. had great weapons and they had a good offensive line. So I think what they're doing for Joe Burrow is they're getting him weapons now. And then, you know, in the middle rounds, they're trying to get that depth build up so that right. in a couple years or next year, whatever, they can go out and they can get the guys that are, you know, gonna be the starters, gonna be the stars of the team on the on the offensive line, defensive line. I think now what they did is they, they went and got Burrow weapons. Uh, so he's trying to keep him happy, get him get him uh, he can get the ball out a little quicker now. And I think that what they did in the middle rounds is they got a more weapon or uh, I'm sorry, uh they got the team more depth. Trenches. And I think hmm. that over time they're gonna be able to build up to that. And I think here in a couple of years we're gonna see when he has a bunch of weapons. I think and then eventually an offensive line. They're gonna it's gonna be similar to twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Not really in cornerback play, but in nah. in terms of uh the weapons and offensive line on the team. I think they're
0: gonna be really good here in a couple of years. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point right there to to. Yeah. to you know, you don't want Joe Burrow to get frustrated. You want to give him weapons and you don't want to be frustrated like Aaron Rodgers is. And we got him weapons. So that's, uh, I just want to break it down here for everybody. You're watching uh, Sports of Strawberry Ice. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you're watching me on any of the Facebook groups, please make sure you go to YouTube, Sports of Strawberry Ice, and make sure you click the link to subscribe. We got Blake Jewell, who is a draft expert, and you guys can follow him at. What is it, Blake? At at Blake Jewel NFL. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Follow him all at right. Blake Jewel NFL. Now you're fine. Get you something to drink. Sure. People I always make allergies. fun of me for no, Yeah, I know. People are like, Why are you drink so much? I'm like, I'm talking yeah. for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need I need water. <laughs> yeah,
2: my my voice was or my throat's killing me. I had a, all day at work. I had real bad allergies. And, really. Oh my
0: goodness. Well, that's that's bad this time of year. Now now we got we got the cicadas coming. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man! All right, let's get to let's see where were we at? We uh okay, so we got uh, sixth round. We got uh, the center Trent Hill out of Georgia. And now did some? I read something where people were like, "Oh, he he had double knee surgery or something." Is that true? Do you know anything about that? Uh, I'm a little. I think
2: out of all these guys, I did watch a little Trey Hill. I didn't watch a whole lot, and I didn't. I guess I watched a decent amount. I didn't read up on him very much, but I do think that's true. I think he he had double knee surgery. But uh, I gave the grade to B+. He's, he's got experience at guard. He's versatile. He can play center. He can play guard. And what I think this is is, um, you know, Trey Hopkins, he's getting up there. He's going to miss some games this year. And Billy Price, it already sounds like he's expecting to leave next year. So well, I didn't pick his this, option up. <laughs> Yeah, I think what this pick was is, you know, kind of getting that back up center for now. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. uh, while he is versatile, he can play guard. He can also play center. So I think what this pick was is they wanted to get somebody in there just in case, you know, maybe I don't I don't know how close he would be, but maybe you know, let's say after this year, Trey Hopkins retires, Billy Price leaves, right? Then what are you left with? So right. I think that this
0: was just kind of insurance at the center. Yeah, well, and that's the other and good thing about all the guys they they drafted; they're all versatile. I mean, they all could play at, at multiple multiple positions, which is good. Uh, Josh has got a question for you, Blake. I'm just curious. If Blake could change one thing about the draft, what would it be? Oh,
2: um, I think we just talked about it. I think it was a pretty good, pretty good draft overall. I think it would be taking Tevin Jenkins at 38. Um, but like I said, I still, I do like the trade back and I like, uh, Jackson Carmen, but in my eyes, Tevin Jenkins was, Tevin Jenkins was that good of a player. Mm -hmm. And I think if there was another thing, um, I've been pretty high on Jalen Twyman from Pitt for a while, the defensive uh, tackle. I think the Bengals needed a three-tech, and I probably would have probably would have taken a swing at him uh, with one of those later-round picks. But I say that now, but I also do like the two – the, the three, six, and 7th round picks. I think right. they're all pretty solid. So.
0: Right. Go ahead, Jeremy.
1: If I could just throw one thing at you, Blake. I, I think I heard you say – um, Either you're pretty sure, or you know that we're not going to have Hopkins at center this year.
2: Um, he's going to miss some games. He,
1: um, he, he, so we know now. So he is going to miss some games this well, year. That's,
2: I'm not confirming that. Let's just my, yeah. what I think. Uh, I okay. I haven't heard actually. I haven't heard much about him for a while. But I think the the expectation was that he was going to miss some games this season, and that Billy Price was going to start center. That's that's just kind of what i'm putting out there i'm not confirming that i don't know
0: but oh, yeah I, I don't really think i don't really think anybody knows right now to be honest yeah. but hey uh, hey if I been, if jeff, I go. everybody's going to be healthy with jeff i it's mean he's going to be back hop's actually going to be back I, I can't help it i'm optimistic and and <laughs> and, and i've been right about a lot of stuff but that's okay whatever gotta mess <laughs> with this guy <laughs> all right so let's go to uh let's see here that brings us to round uh Six 222nd pick Captain America Chris Evans. I actually think this was a steal, to be honest. I think you wanted to get somebody to possibly replace Gio Vody Bernard. One of the best things this kid does is pass block, <laughs> you know, and catches passes out of the backfield. That's is this Gio
1: 2.0? He's the same size as JK Dobbins coming out of Ohio State, too, who uh we all know is a beast so you tell us, Blake. <laughs> uh,
2: I love this pick. I gave it an eighth grade. Um, I think I or I tweeted the other day that I, or the reason he got picked so low, he got an academic suspension um, when he was at Michigan. And I think he got well, he got suspended from the team. When he came back, they gave him a lesser role. Uh, so, yeah, he, I think he would have been a higher grade or a higher draft pick. pick and yep. he's – He's a really good prospect. Um, you know, when you take where he was drafted, I gave it like I said, I gave it an A grade. He's gonna come in. He can he can catch passes, he can block. Uh he's got a good burst. Um if, you, you know, if he if he breaks away on the edge, he's got one man to beat, he's tough to break he's tough to bring down. So I think that he can develop into that number two guy behind Nixon, similar to the Giovanni Bernard role. I right. think that I don't know if we'll, that we'll see him a lot this year. I think it'll be mostly P Ryan, yeah, uh, after Mixon. and then mm-hmm. um, probably some Travion Williams. They might give him some shout, uh, Chris Evans, some shouts this year. But uh, I think yeah, he,
0: he might, might get more playing out on special teams. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, he could. Um, but yeah, I think I think that he can eventually develop to be that be that former Giovanni Bernard role. But right. I think uh, it'll take a little bit. I don't really see him taking up that
0: role immediately. Robert's got a question here Billy Price, is he he just a bust Or is there a chance this dude Could salvage his career Uh, My personal opinion Now that Frank Pollock is back He's going to have his best chance to salvage his career But the Bengals obviously aren't willing to uh, You know Pick up the fifth year option on him But uh, what do you guys think
2: Uh, I think that I think that As of right now he's a bust And I think that he'll probably remain a bust but uh, I've said it. I tweeted a while ago and he liked it. I said that now that Frank Pollock's back, I think that uh, Billy Price is probably going to start the year um, in place of Trey Hopkins, Hopkins, assuming he misses some games. And uh, I think he would do a fine job. I think he will. I think sometimes when he was in there last year, he looked fine. Um, I don't think that, I think with Pollock back, Pollock, if I remember right, really likes Billy Price. Yes. So I think I, th- I think with Pollock back, Price is going to have a solid year. I don't think he's going to have like a breakout year or they're going to have to be forced to re-sign him. I think he's just going to have a fine year. I, I, mean, I mean, I
0: mean, the thing with, with Price is, is is I don't think he was ever projected to be what the Bengals needed him to be. It was a reach because I can't remember who the guy was that got drafted like right before Billy Price and the Bengals. Yes, thank you. Yeah. That's who they wanted. And then they, the second on the board was price, and it just hasn't worked out at all. Uh question here from uh uh Roy here, uh about Chris Evans. Can he return punts? I, I don't know if he's if Chris Evans has returned punts or not. Do you guys know? Uh,
1: I personally um watching him play, he he's he he's not built like a punt returner to me. I don't know how you feel about it, Blake, but He's kind of a bowling ball type, you know, five, what, ten, two, whatever. I don't know. Um, you you would know more about his credentials, that kind of thing, than I do.
2: I uh, I don't really see him returning punts for the Bengals. I haven't seen most of the, uh, this, the video I watched on him was him as a running back. I never really right. saw him. I don't know that he does because, like I said, I was watching him as a running back. But – I don't really know. I don't think. I don't expect him to return punts as a Bengal. If I had to guess right now, I think it would be Darius Phelps as a punter.
0: Yeah, I, that, that's. I was just about to say that. That's who I think they have rejected to return punts. We don't need. We got a really good. We got one of the best kickoff returners in baseball. So we're good. Or baseball <laughs> football, we're good there. But I, 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 I'm curious to see how, how he can do uh, a returning punts this year. I think that'd be that'd be interesting to see. All right, let's see here. So we're going down to round seven, number two hundred and thirty-five. Defensive end Wyatt Hubbard out of Kansas State. What do you got on him?
2: I gave it a B minus. I think it was a pretty. It was a solid pick. Uh, I kind of just saw him more as a three-four outside linebacker. Um, you know, he's. I think he's better in the stand-up edge position than he is. Uh, you know, down as a defensive end. Uh, but he's a little undersized. You know he's he go, he's he goes hard. He he's got a lot of effort. So I think that it's a pretty solid pick. I don't think we'll ever really see much out of him in terms of him, you know, playing on the defensive line. I think this was just a, a little depth depth signing, practice which squad is, type thing. Yeah,
0: which is which is finer. I mean, that's what I mean. Like I said, I've said it a couple times on on this show, and I have said it a lot last year. We need we need to stack talent. So I mean, if he's if he's worth it, then that's that's great. Let's see what happens. And I, I, overall, like I said, I can't say it enough. I'm I'm pretty happy with. I'm pretty stoked about the draft and what the Bengals did. What they I think the last honestly last two drafts, I think they've been really well. I mean, I mean, from you know, you're first. Let's look at the first two picks last year. Obviously, you had Joe freaking Burrow. Then you had T Higgins. This year, you got Jamar Chase. Now you got uh, uh, Jackson Carmen. If they, if like I said, we all don't know how Carmen's working, but. If he works out and he's the right guard or left left guard, wherever to put him at, and stick him at the right tackle in a year, dude, I, I it's a home run for me.
2: Yeah, I think this can turn into an A grade of a pick. I think that, um, like I said earlier, I think he's going to start at right guard, and then eventually, if he can be that be that long term position or long term solution at right tackle, it will turn into a great pick. But I think I want to see how he does at guard first. I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on him to see, you know, what he can bring to the
0: table on this offensive line. Now the question, now this brings me to to which is where we have to start transitioning transitioning into the season. Or the uh, draft is over. We're going into OTAs and rolling into the season. Now Zach Taylor and Lou Armadillo have gotten lots of toys. Now this is you know the last year of the contract. It's put up or shut up. To my mind, I think it's got to be – I think 10-win season, playoffs, that they need to make a run. And with this potential, of this offense, we are going to see what Zach Taylor has. And we're really going to find out what kind of coach, what kind of offense Zach Taylor is going to run here because we have a, a good offensive line. We have great weapons. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun this year. So this is put-up or shut-up time for Zach Taylor, if you ask me.
2: Yeah, I think that, I think that he has to have a good year this year. Like the team has to have a good year. I think it's time that he wins more games than he loses in a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know that, or my worry with the roster is there's still some some needs and it's a very young roster. Um, but I like it. Like you said, they got weapons. They hopefully have a better pass rush. I I, I think they do. I think their secondary is better.
0: Um, and the cool, the, the cool, the cool thing too is, in, in the last not this past year's but the 2019 uh, national championship game, you got what four guys I think that's right that played in that game. You had two LSU, two uh, LSU Tigers, and actually three LSU Tigers, Target Thaddeus Moss, and and two Clemson uh, Tigers. So to me, that's that's good in itself. You have guys that come from winning programs, and that have won. I mean, these guys have won national championships. Cle- Clemson won one. LSU won one. And these guys are on the teams when they won it. So to me, that's a good thing that could translate to the Bengals and the winning uh, attitude that an atmosphere that we all want here. Go ahead, Jeremy. Um, yeah, I just got two quick questions for
1: you, uh, Blake. Uh, Oh, did we, I'm I'm still he's I'm still there. There.
0: keep going. Oh, he's still there. Okay. Um,
1: one was, which you kind of already answered you're you're okay with how we kind of revamped our defensive backfield uh two years ago and then we revamped it again this year and you you feel okay about that uh the defensive backs? uh yeah well pretty much just even hendrickson just everything that we've done and this year compared to what we've done to last year everybody got hurt And then this year, we brought in a lot of new people. Mackenzie Alexander's gone. I mean, there's quite a few guys. Got Willie J's gone. Um, You know, we we haven't signed binds yet as far as I know, so we're a little. So what I'm just wondering is, do you feel okay with the guys we brought in? And do you think that they can coincide together under Lou Armadillo until he can figure out what the hell he's got going on? But do you feel okay about that is my first question, and my second one's quick, so go ahead.
2: Well, I think it's going to be a big test for Aaron Remo because he finally has uh, talent, um, which I think he's he's had talent all along, um, but I think he's got a lot this year. Um, I think the pass rush got better. I think the secondary got better. Linebackers are developing. Um, they're young. So I think this is – a improved defense and i think one of their biggest issues last year was the lack of pass rush mm-hmm. i think with uh hendrickson Osai, sample uh hubbard now you got uh um, shelvin in there augen i think that this is going to be a much better pass rush and i think that's one of the biggest you know question marks last year is why isn't the pass rush working now they got some new guys and um, you know if they if they have a good pass rush they have an improved secondary this could be a pretty solid defense
0: actually. That that, that's you that's you <laughs> the nail on the head that's exactly what i said you put pressure on that quarterback yep. and makes the secondary that much better go ahead jeremy your second question
1: and second question and last for me man and then i'll let you guys roll on with it and, and talk whatever um but if you were the bengals gm and you had deontay smith sitting there and i gotta ask this question just as a buckeye fan Um, (laughs) I knew it was coming. (laughs) Yeah, well, you've got Deontay Smith, East Carolina, you know, at 139. And still sitting out there is Sean Wade, who I'll be the first one to tell you, I watched every game. He was miserable last year. He was out of his comfort zone. He played outside. He said that he wasn't comfortable out there, and it looked like he wasn't comfortable. He wasn't moving. He was hesitant. He played horrible. But you move him back inside with his athleticism being a four or five star corner coming out of high school. Do you do you let that talent go for uh, a DeAndre Smith, a guy I haven't heard of? He He, he may end up, you know, surprising us all. Or would you have went after you know maybe the guy with the higher talent and somebody that may make it be a really good cornerback at some some point? Um,
2: Well, I think that I like Mike Hilton a lot, and I think that if you're taking Sean Wade, you're hoping that he can be a starting slot, and I think that that's going to be Mike Hilton for three years and maybe more. I think Hilton's one of the better or the best slot corners in the league. True. Um, So. I think that I think that taking offensive line depth was bigger because I don't if he can't do it in college, I think there's no, no chance uh, Wade can uh, do it in the NFL outside. So I think it was better to
1: outside take, yeah.
2: take a guy you like, um, take a guy you like on the offensive line at a bigger need. Um, and then let Hilton roll in the slot. I, w- I, I do like Sean Wade. I, I wouldn't play him outside. The only place I would play him were slot or safety. Yep. And I think yep. both, of those, both of those positions for the Bengals are filter now, slot, corner, and safety. So I think I like him. I like Sean Wade as a slot. I think he'll be successful. But I think mm-hmm. for the Bengals, I didn't really see – um, where he would be playing,
0: I think that's a great explanation right there. You pretty much right. hit it right, right, right around the head why they did why why they did what they did. That they war. needed an offensive lineman, and they don't yeah. really need secondary help. So that was good.
1: You know, yeah. I, I in in my head, I'm thinking of you know guys getting in. He loves Ohio Bears. State. Okay, let's just get uh, to the chase. No, 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 loves no, no, Ohio no. no. He Ohio State. like Ohio I, State, Ohio State, Ohio State.
0: Yeah, get out of here, man. You <laughs> oh, oh, we lost Jake. Oh no, him. now we lost him. Oh, What'd now he's mad. He, he's he, mad. You, you, done, you done pissed him off, and now he left the show.
1: And I was agreeing with him. He had turned my whole vision around. He had turned <laughs> me around, and then he leaves us. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Cinderella, man. Where's
0: my shoe? <laughs> there he is. He's back. What's oh, up, Oh, he's James? back. Okay, oh, we Jesus. didn't he take didn't him take off. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 thought I thought Jeremy pissed you off, and he just said, like, screw
1: this guy and left. Yeah. <laughs> You know what you said it perfectly, man. Personally, I was thinking with all the injuries we had last year, you know, just in that area. But the way you just put it for the Bengals, probably the smarter move. I I don't like that the Ravens got him in our yeah. division, and I also don't like that you, you, you cussed.
0: You cost. What do we oh, call my bad, that? My bad.
1: My bad. My uh, bad. The Ratbirds. Well, I'll just call him Baltimore, Ratbirds. The rat go. and I don't <laughs> like that Denzel Ward went to the clowns because them are you. Those two guys get going, and then you're in trouble. But I love the way you put it. It turned me around. I'll be honest, you guys watching, whatever, man, uh, Blake, you just completely put it to me in layman's terms that lets me that makes me feel a lot better about taking that pick. There yeah, I
0: just
2: sorry. Uh, uh, oh, I I have to say, I'm sorry to Lee. I'm getting some phone calls, so I'm trying to oh, you're fine. It's like picking me
0: out. That's it. We're we're, we're going to jump off here uh, real quick. It's almost uh, 6:30, but real quick. Yeah. I want to get this in. there. any uh uh re- free agents uh you see the making the roster? Have they have they even signed any today? Do you have any I um, I, haven't. I don't think so today. Um I'm
2: a little I don't know about Semin oh. and Drew Crispin. Uh, I, I looked at the list earlier when they were signing the, the undrafted free agents. I was up in Indianapolis. I was kind of done, done covering the draft for the day. So I didn't really say a whole lot of attention. And then I haven't looked at it much since. So that'll be something I'll have to get back to you on. Uh, I do think Drew Christman can make the rock. I think he will uh, have a battle with Kevin Huber uh,
1: for punter. I, I love Huber. I think he's got a, another year or two left, hopefully, but, Man Drew Chrisman is a steal I think. I you nailed that. And the latest uh, the last two guys uh we took, I'm sure you guys heard Colin Hill uh which is a quarterback backup for um the Gamecocks, South Carolina, and we picked up Riley Leese or yeah, L E E S from Northwestern. Okay. Um so we picked those two guys uh, up today and the rest, D- Darius Hodge, you know, that you guys already know about. So, anyway, right. I just looked it up real quick on my
0: phone just to look smart. There you go. <laughs> now, Von, uh, Roy wants to know if Von Bell is in a contract year. I, th- I think he signed a three-year deal, didn't he? I think he's on for another year. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think we at least got him for one more year. That'd be am pretty deal. sure. Yeah. All right, let's see. Well, let's get one more question, and then I'll, I'll get you out of here, Blake. Uh, what's the biggest grip on Carmen? A his feet. What is the first thing Pollock looks at off the line? Feet Pollock will get it right. So, what, I, what is that more a question or more a statement? Go, go ahead. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't think that there was anything wrong with Carmen, particularly that Pollock can't fix. I think that my biggest issues with Carmen were you know, technical, mechanical stuff. And I think Pollock is perfect for that. Um, so I like that. That's, his, I, you know, he's, he's a big guy. Um, he's versatile. So I, I think that that's right, that, you know, his biggest issue was probably his feet and that Pollock, you know, is a good coach for that. So I think that that's a good point, that the things that, the things that Carmen, um, that people kind of hammered him on, will be things that Craig Park can still fix. So I think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, and he's very coachable. He said I'll play wherever they want. You know, I'm you know, cause some guys come in there like, oh, I want to play left tackle. I want to play a right tackle. I don't play guard. He said, I'll play wherever you want. I'm a team guys and to me that's that's what you want. And yeah. you know, if if you're trying to make a team, that's what you have that's what you should be like. I'll play wherever you're gonna pay me to play.
1: Yeah, and I'm thrilled to be honest, because you know, even though we got Carmen Jackson or is is it Jackson Carmen or Carmen Jackson? Jackson Carmen, Jackson, Carmen. Jackson Carmen. Okay. Yeah, I um, up that too. He's not, <laughs> yeah, I know it. He's not a boy. He, you know, uh, God, no. we got this big and didn't work out, you know, Billy Price, you know, we, we've took taken care of the middle of our offensive line. Didn't work out. We could go on and on. We won't, you know, we, we ain't got enough time, but you know what? I'm anxious to see this guy that, Nobody's given a chance is what it kind of seems like to me when I look around some of the groups. I don't want to say nobody. A lot, of, a lot of you guys are, but a lot aren't as well. So I, I'm just kind of anxious to see how this guy does through PTAs,
0: uh, training camp, preseason. See what he does, I mean, man. See what they're, we got. Saying, they're saying they're saying he looks like a natural guard, which is fine if he's a guard. Cool, he's a guard. That's great. Then, you know we we'll, we got a guard fix. We'll we'll address the offensive or the left or right tackle next year. I keep saying they could sign Reef again. that's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, but I hope anyway. he
1: goes, I hope he can be a tackle. By the way, Just
0: yeah, I hope him. he can too. Well, that's 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 the plan. He'll... That's what the Bengals hope. Yeah. All right, Blake, I'm gonna let you roll on out of here. Tell everybody where they can follow you at, What you got going on here? Uh, you can follow me at uh, BlakeJewelNFL on Twitter, and that's
2: where you'll find most of my
0: content. Now, are you doing a are you doing a podcast or anything? I thought I saw something that you had a podcast or, or used to. Yeah, we're doing
2: uh, – there's about five of us on this podcast. We kind of take turns
0: uh, doing shows and stuff. It's called
2: the Who Day Talk podcast. Um, we haven't had a show in a little bit, but I think we're going to have some recap
0: shows coming here soon. Sounds good. And you'll tweet tweet out the links to all that so everybody can find you. All right.
2: Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me on. No she problem. Got... Thanks,
0: Blake. Yep. Who day, brother?
2: You get who Day. Have a good one. Who day, baby.
0: That was cool. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And like I said, man, I I think uh, yes, there yes, I would like to gotten a better offensive line. I don't always say better, a higher ranked offensive line. Yes, I would yeah. like to but for the 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 what they got out of the trades and who they replaced, or you know, and the and I, like I said I said this a million times in the show, you gotta stack talent in this draft, they stacked talent. So I mean, we can nitpick and whatever. None of us are really going to know what's how the draft turned out until two or three years down the line. Anyway, and that's the way drafts work out. So you nailed it.
1: And and with some of these guys, they're going to find out the first year. And when normally, when you find out the first year, it's not a good thing, you know. So that's true. Yeah, uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: but I'm, all right, guys, throw up uh, a rundown of what we got coming on this week. Tomorrow, one of my favorite guys to have on the show. From the orange, orange is the new black podcast zim Hude will be on here and if you guys watch him you know he brings the energy brings the fire so you never know what's going to come out of his mouth In my mouth he gets me going i get him going and it's a lot of fun but what i'm really excited i just confirmed this uh today that mr bengal dave lapham will actually be joining our show on wednesday which is awesome he's you know a, a great bengal he played in the ice ball i mean he Jeremy's so excited, he knocked his camera off. <laughs> so, he's he's been the Bengals broadcaster for 30-something years. So, I'm really privileged and honored to have him on the show. So, make sure you guys definitely check out the show on Wednesday and tomorrow because Zim Houday is going to be there. That brings you to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. They are Houday Nation, which is a great Bengals group. Make sure you guys... Uh, subscribe, join that group since that reds riding third heading for home. another great um reds group you got bearcat country one of the best bearcat groups around joined that one the ohio state buck nuts for crazy guys like jeremy d and then you got the ice bar which is a show page it's a virtual bar that uh, we go on and and you guys can uh Talk smack, have fun. It's a virtual bar, you know? Uh, Follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. I have 1,045 likes on Facebook. I have 1,137 followers on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, I'm only at uh, 493. I'm at, at Jeff A. Chernobyl, so you can follow me there on Twitter. And like I said, Instagram and TikTok, all of it's under Sports with Strawberry Ice or the Iceman. I think TikTok's the Iceman, but you guys could check that out. Uh, I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight and putting it out there. You guys can check it out on Podbean. See, is that right? podbeam Bean. podbeam. Bean. Man, that's hard to say. <laughs> uh, uh, Spotify, uh, Spotify Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you guys get your podcasts and uh jeremy are you back or not no jeremy's still not back i should be
1: back but
0: <laughs> i can hear you i can't see you why, um, is why is oh there you go and uh what? youtubers what? i like i said i'm at 1050 i think it's like 157 something like that that is great i appreciate every single one of you guys please make sure you like subscribe share tell all your friends about the show it's been so much fun. I've been having a lot of great guests on here, and I appreciate it. And to get Dave Lapham on here Wednesday is awesome. I might be a little nervous to talk to man, but it's going to be fun. So make sure you guys tell everybody. Zim tomorrow, Dave Lapham Wednesday. And Jeremy D, Sent you back, will you help us roll on out of here? Dude, I got so thrilled that I think I broke my camera.
1: <laughs> like, I'm serious. I, I'm, I'm putting it on my c- computer, and this is what's happening. Why, I don't know, but I'm thrilled. And if and if I can't get another camera before Wednesday.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, you broke.
1: I mean, are you guys getting this? Is this live? Are you yeah, getting- you, you, yep, you're on,
0: dude. Keep going. <laughs> I, if I can't use this. Ca- you can use the camera. You use it right now. You're good. <laughs> I'll have to hold it the whole time. What well, the camera you have right now works fine. Whatever the hell you're on right now, it's working. We oh, see. that
1: that's my laptop camera. This well, sucks. <laughs> well, damn it! Anyway, as always on Sports with Strawberry Ice. Oh my god! Remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, and. You may end up breaking your freaking camera and not getting to talk to Dave Lapham. So that could happen. Just letting you guys know. Love you. Got work to do here.
0: Oh my God. I can't stop laughing. Oh. And other than that, <laughs> that's just sports, baby. See ya.